0: what's going on everybody welcome 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 to the opinionated brother podcast with your boy Devontae, episode 86 now we are in episode 80 goddamn six okay sorry lord but god damn okay not god damn but god damn it y'all we are in 80, 80 so episode 86 i'm sorry man listen this is crazy if y'all if y'all follow me on uh Either my personal page or my podcast page it doesn't matter uh, or both you know what I'm saying um you know that I started this this twenty week challenge of not taking a break from doing the podcast uh for twenty weeks um until my one hundredth episode uh special um and I will be taking a break after that, so the crazy thing is um. I'll be going to the APOD uh Connection Conference in Charlotte. And literally the weekend, that weekend beforehand, so September 29th, if I'm not mistaken, is my last day, uh, is my 100th episode, you know, special anniversary, whatever you want to call it. And um, it's kind of a, <laughs> excuse me, Lord, I'm just waking up from, I'm uh, just waking up from like a, a massive, I don't even say massive, but a nice little hangover. So excuse, excuse and moise. Okay. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's a lot going on right now today. You know what I'm saying? But listen, literally I'll be in Charlotte for the, uh, pod connection conference. I'm really excited about that. Shout out to everybody that voted for me for my live, uh, for the potential live performance too. You understand what I'm saying? Like that was dope. You know, um, it was my, I, w- I was personally scared of, you know, even putting it out there like, oh, you know, cause sometimes you feel like you're not ready for like a live show. You know, how podcasts do live shows. You know, you, you get a venue, you sell out the tickets and you know, you, you really have a live show right there. And I, I, I want to say I was ready, but I, I, I know that I know that I'm still a baby in this game, and there's a lot more podcasts. Shout out to the ones that got um, nominated and will do um, the live shows. Most of them are Charlotte-based, so I couldn't even hate because that's Charlotte. You know what I'm saying? So um, it's all love. You know what I'm saying? So I'll be there, excited to just see all this black and beauty. Um, But how's everybody doing? You understand what I'm saying? Uh, I hope everybody's been having a great week. My week was pretty good up until Thursday. Okay? Now y'all know I try to see um the good and in, in, in everything. You know, I'm trying to do better in that. Trying to see the, the 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 blessing even in the darkness. But listen, this weekend was supposed to be a weekend that I was supposed to be in New York, right? Y'all know this. I've been I've been I've been spilling this shit for like like three months, y'all know this, four months, y'all know I was, listen, all my listeners, all my fans, my opinionators, y'all know I was supposed to be in fucking New York, y'all know, I'm not supposed to be here in Grand Rapids right now, not at all, not at fucking all, I'm not supposed to be here in Grand Rapids, we're gonna talk about that in the opinionated talk of the week, because that has a whole segment on why I'm here in fucking (laughs) Grand Rapids, you understand what I'm saying, so, um, Spirit will be getting tagged in the, um, and I don't mean, you know, tag, like, you know, you tag them in a post. No, they'll be getting that ass tagged. You understand what I'm saying? Y'all already know how I go down. So, but other than that, my week has been great. Um, just relaxed. Went to Detroit. Of course, um, spent some time with my mom, got some coney. uh, spent some time with my grandma. Shout out to them. Uh, seeing my friend Angie, shout out to her. Um, it, it was, it was, it was very unplanned. Um, everything that happened up until this week was very just from like Thursday to now, and it's like real time. It's Sunday ten fifty 1050, ten fifty seven a.m. about to be eleven o'clock a.m. here in Grand Rapids, and literally it's just like it, it, it was. It was such a whirlwind of things. You know, my emotions are still kind of high, and that's why I'm going to be talking about in the second half of why the fuck I'm not at the off. At, uh, 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 no the Afros and Audios Podcast Festival right now. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I'm supposed to be around so many dope black, brown kings and queens and all that shit, and I'm not even, I, I, I'm not even there. Not even there, but we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it, but I hope everybody's week has been great. Um, I actually went to 40 Acres uh, yesterday um, on Saturday to get some food. Uh, shout out to Chantel Lacar for, you know, um... Coming with us or coming with me and everything, we had like a little, you know, nice little um, denter at Forty Acres. Let me tell you, Forty Acres, man, y'all, y'all going. Y'all, listen, I keep rating y'all. You know what I'm saying? Because last time y'all gave me the the, the 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 I had the the fried chicken with the you know the macaroni and cheese in it. Wasn't well, that great? You know, and 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 like I said beforehand, I think um, what Grand Rapids did was overhype. 40 acres because 40 acres is good. Don't get me wrong. 40 acres is great. Like their greens are fucking phenomenal. I had them yesterday. Good Lord. Had a soul platter, right? You can build your own soul platter, right? So you, I had catfish, uh, greens and macaroni and cheese and the cornbread. Cornbread was lit too. I ate the cornbread before I ate anything else. Listen, but that stuffed macaroni, uh thats uh, that, that, that stuffed chicken with the macaroni and cheese in it. Nah, y'all can keep that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, just just keep that or make it better. You know what I'm saying? To, to, to Spicy it up or something like that. Cause it just, it just wasn't. Like, yeah, and it's only one wing. You know, like it wasn't that great. But other than that, I've had the Creole catfish from there. I think I had a f- blackened or fr- it was one of them, but it was good as hell. And I went and had the. uh, Yesterday, me and my friends went, and we and, and me and my people went, and we went to, um, and we got, we all got a soul platter with the fried chicken. I think somebody had a salad, and I think me and Chantel, I think yeah, I think somebody, I think somebody had a salad. I think me and chantelle had, well uh, I think we had the, I think we had the same thing down there. I think she had something different. I don't know. But listen, we all got a soul platter. Fucking phenomenal fucking phenomenal chicken was good chicken, chicken was good as hell oh my god chicken was great uh the macaroni and cheese slapped the greens slapped y'all had the turkey meat in there Ooh! oh oh hey listen drinks were smacking i low it, that's what that's what that's why i'm drunk on some real shit the drinks were smacking so hard that the because they use cognac in all their drinks all of it dark liquor period you understand what I'm saying? That, that, that's how black they are up in that bitch. They use dark liquor in all their drinks, right? So I got two bougies, which bougie, which a uh, bougie is a sangria. Uh it had like um cognac, um, uh, blueberries, it has an orange in there, club soda, I think like a red wine, something like that, right? Sangria up in that motherfucker. Now, how 40 acres gives you the liquor, they have tears right so you you get tier one tier two and tier three now tier one is the non-dollar liquor that's the hennessy the hennessy black the cavassier the 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 good regular shit that'll sneak up on you right tier two is like the, the 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 shit you get like it's the drinks you would get maybe if you go to a nice club in Grand Rapids. You know, H- uh, Hennessy VSOP, Cavassia VSOP, anything VSOP at that point. Tier 3, Tier 4 are big name brands. You understand what I'm saying? We talking, if they got the pure white, that's Tier 3, Tier 4. You understand what I'm saying? Like, that's the good shit, right? But I had two bougies and I forgot that the Hennessy was in there, right? The Hennessy snucked up on my ass when I left and I passed the hell out last night. It was It was bad. It was bad. Like, that Saturday, I was, man, we got home. I was full. You know, I, I felt full. I was I was, I was was good. You know, I was stuffed. You know, I had a bread pudding with the ice cream. Oh, my God. 40 acres. God damn. <laughs> like, God damn. The bread pudding with the ice cream. Y'all have to try this bread pudding with ice cream. Because, listen, I just wanted a self-care day yesterday, and I just wanted to spend a little money on myself. You know what I'm saying? I, I spent some money on myself and everything like that. And and when I tell you, when I tell you literally, the bread pudding with the ice cream, they had the bread pudding, they fried the bread, right? It was fried. It was fried bread pudding, right? Oh my god, it was so good. Jesus, I'm about to cry. You know what I'm saying? Because it was that good. It was that good. You understand what I'm saying? So when I when I when I put my spoon into it and uh I hit the ice cream. Right, the ice cream hit the hit the bread pudding with the with the, the with the caramel drizzle, you know, on the top of that, and it hit my god, my god, my god! I had to make extra room, you know what I'm saying, in my stomach. You feel what I'm saying? So it was just it was it was it was beautiful. It was it was a great experience. I think that that was one of the best times I've been there. Honestly, I think that was the best time I've had. their food, so for real, for real. Um, so listen. If y'all are thinking about going somewhere, 40 acres is not that expensive. Um, they're they're pretty, I don't wanna I don't wanna say to a lot of places in Grand Rapids, they're pretty, they're pretty in the middle, right? They're pretty in the middle. You're gonna you gonna spend. If you if you're getting a full meal, I spent a, a good 50. But I had two drinks, dessert, and a whole soul platter. So, I mean, of course I'm gonna spend a grip up in there. I'm gonna spend a 50 ball in there. But it's like. You know, if you just want to go up in there and get an appetizer and a drink, you probably going to spend like 20 bucks, maybe even, maybe like 30, you know what I'm saying? Just, just depends, right? 20, 30 bucks, you know what I'm saying? Just by yourself. Like you can just go up in there, get a drink, get a appetizer, and and have, have a good day. You know, um, their fried cauliflower is dope as hell. I love that shit. Um, and yeah, they're just, they're just so dope in there. The ambiance is great. I love 40 acres. Um, just, just. Fix that stuffed macaroni and cheese chicken. That shit, fix it. You understand? Just fix it. Because that just, that just, no, just fix it, all right? Listen, we have a packed show. Not a pack show for you today, but we have a show for you today. Now, y'all already know the second half about to be a doozy. But we have a good show for you today. We have some things to get into. We have some things to talk about, okay, that was supposed to get talked about in New York. <laughs> Yes, y'all, I I, I still have feelings, okay? I still feel a way. But let's get into it. Let's get right, right into it. So I have a question for my OGs out there, right? Is there a problem? Do you have a problem with younger folks like myself, younger adults like myself, calling you auntie, uncle, mama, pops, I don't do is there is, is that a to, to to my to my OGs that listen, because I have some that do, is that a problem? I don't know if that's a problem. You know, because I would do, uh, Ava Duvernay and um Oprah and Gail said that they don't like to be called Auntie. Cool. Excuse me. No problem. But here's the thing. I don't think There should be a negative stigma on how we greet our elders, right? And even Oprah said, she said literally when you go over to Africa, they greet you like that because it's a sign of respect. But she doesn't like she doesn't like that shit over here. Pause. So. When we sit here and we try to incorporate our heritage, right? You understand what I'm saying? Because let's not get it twisted. We 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 came out. We 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 came from the motherland to here. You understand what I'm saying? So, no matter how modern we become, we're still gonna have our heritage inside of us. So for me, me calling you auntie, uncle, ma, pops, that's out of respect because first of all, I'm not, first of all, if you want me to call you Mister. Most of my OGs don't even like that because they think that's old. You understand what I'm saying? They don't think that's old. I, I call my listen people at my mom's job. She work at Amazon. People at my mom's job call her Auntie Cat because she she's about to push. It's not even that she's about to push that age. It's just she has that wisdom, right? She has that wisdom. She has that respect. She's garnered that respect. You understand what I'm saying? Like I'm not about to call my mama Catherine. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I'm not about to call my mama Catherine. I'm not about to call my grandma Geraldine. Like, I'm not I'm about to call them by, by their first name. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to call them OG. You know what I'm saying? Because and, and even still, I call some of my my friends, my older friends who are two or three years older than me, OG. You know what I'm saying? I even get called Uncle, Papa Ty, because it's a wisdom thing. Age does not constitute maturity. Let me me say that again for the people in the back because I guess y'all don't hear me when I say this. Because there's a lot of older people out here between the ages of 40 and 80 that still act like between the ages of 10 and 20. You understand what I'm saying? I've seen them come through. I've seen my mama date them. Okay? I've seen my mama. I've seen them trying to hit on my mama. I see I see them every day in Grand Rapids. Stop playing with me. Right? But that's another day for another conversation. That's another conversation for another day. You understand know what I'm saying? But I don't... Listen, to each his own. Different strokes for different folks, right? There's different strokes for different folks. If you don't like to be called auntie, uncle, say that. But the fact that y'all want to be called sis. Like, I, Ava was like, you can call me sis. Why would I call you sis? I'm not calling you sis. What up, sis? Why would I do that? It's just and maybe, and maybe because I'm a southern. boy. Listen, I grew up. I grew up saying yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Yes, sir. No, sir. You understand? Or you got your you got your teeth knocked out your mouth on some real shit. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not joking. Literally, my family down south like they didn't play that shit. My auntie, my nana, my daddy, none of them played that shit. If you if you ask the question, auntie. Or if they asked a question, or if they called your name, "Hey yo, Tyranza," yes, ma'am, yes, sir, or sir, ma'am, because it was a sign of respect. You understand what I'm saying? I, I get when I'm up here, and I sit here and I say, "Yes, ma'am," "No, ma'am." People be just looking at me like I'm not a ma'am. I'm like, "Well, are you a sir?" And then and then, <laughs> and then when I say "No, sir," they be like, "Go." Oh, I'll be like, yes, sir. Oh man, you don't gotta say that. I'm like, well are you a ma'am? I don't I don't get it. You know, I don't get it. Because I just feel like that's a sign of respect, it's a term of endearment. You know what I'm saying? So for me, when I say auntie or uncle, or when I get called uncle or papa top, I don't I don't think about that as oh my god, I'm so old. And and I know I play, I play around. <clears throat> on you know the old jokes and shit like that like oh my god i'm getting so old and shit but no no for real i love getting called uncle and papa ty and and literally people come to me for wisdom and shit like yeah i'm i'm trust me i'm not in when we talk about age no i'm not in the uncle realm but i'm about to be an uncle on some real shit side note i'm really about to be an uncle shout out to my brother and his uh shout out to my brother L and his um his queen chelsea they literally about to have their first baby and i'm so excited i'm literally about to be an uncle in this bitch you understand what i'm saying like i'm an uncle for real i'm really about to be an uncle you know so when you when you have age doesn't constitute that maturity but i just feel like we don't need to put a negative stigma on those because when you get called auntie uncle i i just feel like that's a sign of respect right like my mama's like my mama said, I, I told her, I said, listen, ma, you really out here getting the auntie booty, you need to chill. You understand what I'm saying? Like that that's real. Right? Like you really getting out. We know the auntie booties. Nice and plump in the back, got some thighs on them. Like, what well, come on now? You got the little ones, you got the big ones, you got the medium ones. We see them. Right? Uncles are built a certain way. You know what I'm saying? When we talk about age, and I'm and I'm describing these in ages. So when I talked about that, you know, the auntie booty and this right here, we, we we're discussing them in age, right? Because because everybody wants to constitute age with maturity. So let's go there. You understand what I'm saying? Because you you, you feel like you are at a height of maturity when you get to a certain age. No, because I can walk circle, circles and laps around half of y'all motherfuckers that's over the age of fucking thirty. Y'all are still childish. Y'all are still doing the same shit that I'm doing. Come on now. Lowe's is more accepted as a 25-year-old than a fucking 45-year-old. Stop playing with me. What did I say last What did I say last week on my after hours? Stop sucking dick behind the goddamn garbage can while your wife and your kids are at home sleep. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, it's a lot of it's a lot of people, both men and women, that are literally out here just trying to feed their ego. But that's like I said, that's a whole another conversation for another day. You understand what I'm saying? But in the sense, I don't think that being called auntie and uncle is a disrespect, right? I don't think that's a disrespect, especially if I don't know you. How you doing? Like if I already get that mom vibe from you, if I get that auntie vibe from you, if I get that OG vibe from you, if I get that uncle vibe, especially if you done fostered into my life, it's been a lot, God damn, (laughs) I'm burping like crazy. It's been a lot of people in my life who have fostered into my life that are not over the age of 35. Let me say that again. There's a lot of people in my life that have fostered into my life that are not over the age of 35. You understand what I'm saying? Because age does not constitute no fucking maturity. And let me be the one to say that I've seen a lot more of my generation be a lot more mature than a lot of the older generation people out here. And no. That's not that's 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 not a you know, that's not a fear. That's a fact. I don't care how old you are. That's why I don't hang around a lot of people nowadays because I see how you act. Your age don't constitute shit to me. I don't give a fuck if you 47, you got your business off the ground, you out here living lavish, got your cars and shit like that. Nigga, you still act like a 16-year-old trying to get 20-year-old pussy. What? So for you, no, you're just a scumbag. You're not an OG. You're just a scumbag. But like I said, there, there's a, there age constitutes maturity. So when you see that, when you see a 45-year-old, oh, he's so mature. He got it all together. Oh, absolutely. But you don't know, he ain't uncle status. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? You can feel a vibe when somebody has an uncle or an auntie vibe about them. But I just don't feel like, just, just getting off that, I just don't feel like it should be a problem. And nor should, and when Oprah said, like, I don't like when, I don't like when we say it over here. What the fuck does that mean? We all, see, division, to me, that's division in the black community. Why can't we sit here and say that? If I go to my, to my, to my African people's house, right? Off bands, I'm going to just sit here and say, how you doing, mama? And she gonna look me. Is she gonna sit here and open me up with open arms. If I go to my black people's house, African Americans, they're gonna do the fucking same thing. So Oprah, I don't understand what the fuck you're saying. I get it. You don't want to be called that. So please, please, people, don't call them that. But please don't sit here and put a negative stereotype and a stigma on it. Don't do that. Don't do that. See, that's why I gave Oprah the Biggest Loser of the Week award. Don't do that, because I just feel like now you're just saying shit. Don't do that. Don't be the ops. Don't be the opposition. That's not cute. That's not cute. OP, that's not cute. Um, Y'all, what the hell is going on in the DR? Listen, it's been like 10 to 15 people that have died in the last two weeks over in the DR. Okay? Now, if you are traveling to the DR, the Dominican Republic, here's my advice to you. 10 to about 15, I just want to say maybe 11 people so far, maybe 11 or 12, if if that's a rough estimate count, um, have have been reported dead over there. Now, I don't know if this is real or not, but they have been reported dead. Now, that's 12 people in the last two weeks that have gone over to the DR and are reported dead. Now, I've gotten a lot of people saying, well, maybe they're building something over there, they're doing something over there. Mmm, that could be a conspiracy theory. I'll get that a little bit, 10% of thought. But 90% of me saying it's really the alcohol that's over there. You understand what I'm saying? Now, if y'all remember David Ortiz, who is a who's from the Dominican Republic, who is loved vigorously in the Dominican Republic, um, is a is a um a baseball player over here, and literally he got shot because how did this, how did this new story come? Uh, the new um, the new story that was presented, right, was that David Ortiz, uh, the dude who was hired to shoot a man with white pants saw David Ortiz and thought that man was David Ortiz with white pants. So what you're telling me is that if I go to the Dominican Republic and I got white pants on, you shoot me because the man said he had on white pants. Y'all can kill that noise, okay? Now, I do believe there is something going on in the Dominican Republic that probably nobody's telling us. Of course, it's the government. Nobody's telling us shit. The media, of course. That's just how it goes. However, we just can't look the other way while people dying over there. 10 to fucking 15 people have died in the last two weeks. And then what I found out what was crazy is they saying that the booze, is cra- the booze over there is a little tainted. Right, they're putting some shit up in there, some methanol or something like that up in the alcohol that literally will become rock solid. It's like a rock in your stomach, right? So, what this is my advice okay, everybody that's going over to the DR, go sober and come back sober. You understand what I'm saying? Experience the Dominican Republic, don't get no damn drinks. You understand what I'm saying? You better get it off the bottle. It better be a Hennessy bottle up in there, a corona bottle. Listen. Okay? Get something that is capped. Stop playing with me. That you better tell people, hey, hey. Hey, yo. Pop that, pop that Hennessy bottle open. Ah, I'm not drinking that. Pop that Hennessy bottle open. Okay? Y'all gotta do better. We gotta do better. Okay? Cause that's the that, listen, too many people killing. I'm like, what the hell going on with the Dominican Republic? Get together. Okay? Damn. Y'all gotta do better now. Jeesh. Um, so Bella Thorne. Um, if y'all don't know who Bella Thorne is, Bella Thorne is the skinny little white girl um movie star. Um, I I don't know. I think she's a model movie star. I don't model, I don't know. But she was pretty upset at OG Whoopi Goldberg because Whoopi says something that is is very factorial, you know. Um in an age where we have the cloud, in the age where hacking can happen at any fucking time, um we take a lot of nude pictures. Now for me, I, I think I'm a nudist. <laughs> I've been wanting to say that for a long time. <laughs> I think I'm a nudist on some real shit. Side note. But I feel like I'm a nudist on some real shit. Because listen, I be having my window open. And I get out the shower. I be naked as shit. And I just be feeling like people just be driving by like, oh my God, who was that black man in the window? God damn, who the fuck? We ready to crash. I be like, no, don't crash, man. I'm sorry. Let me let me close these blinds. <laughs> but it would be crazy because people be working out outside. I be like, ooh. <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. Listen. So Bella Thorne, uh, Bella Thorne, I guess, had some nudes that she sent or was in her phone or was in the cloud, whatever. Um, but she got hacked, and those nudes were leaked um, to the internet. And Whoopi Goldberg basically said on The View that if you, you shouldn't take nude pictures, because anybody can get them in this era, basically. And she said it to a point where, like, yo, y'all need to stop taking new pictures because anybody can get them. <sighs> and Bella Thorne hit us with the old white girl tears because she got attacked. <laughs> she got attacked. She attacked me on the view. And I, whoopie, you didn't have to say that. <laughs> Like, you didn't really have to say that. That was just so disrespectful. Like, like all the girls that I'm trying to help and everything like that. Like, oh, my God. Okay, shut all that shit up. All right? Cut it out. Cut it out. Here's the thing, bro. Why, when you talk to most white girls, any type, and give them any type of real, right? Because, obviously, their lives have been... Mostly fake and nobody has literally sat here and literally told them what's up literally told them no Lit- nobody has told you no nobody has sat here and 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 and, and literally somebody has literally sped for a uh, spoon fed you you know what I'm saying your whole entire life giving you yes 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 so when somebody comes at you and gives you real right it's first of all it's her opinion you understand what I'm saying but it's opinion that is is literally um agreed on by a lot of people because in, in, in this era right now, anybody can get hacked. Don't get me wrong, I done sent some news too. I wouldn't be surprised if my dick is on the internet right now. I would listen, I would not be surprised. I've sent news, it happens. Listen, but you gotta be careful. You understand what I'm saying? You better delete them, bitches. I've deleted them. <laughs> you understand know what I'm saying? What I'm saying? And and, and and whether they're full body nudes, whether they're sitting here and they're just, you know, pussy pics or dick pics or whatever, you know, in this era now, they got like dick yelp. You know what I'm saying? Like, who the hell got yelp? Like, like, man, that shit crazy. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like the crocodile baby white girl tears was just too much. Because somebody was just giving you some real. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I like I don't get why you were crying. I don't get where you were sitting here saying, oh, the girls and shit like that. No. No. Because a lot, a lot more girls are not sending news because of this very reason. You know what I'm saying? Nobody want to be hacked. But at the same time, stop taking pictures and then just saving them bitches. Just nuding them motherfuckers because you can and will get hacked. If you're somebody like Bella Thorne, if you have that, 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 um, if you have that, uh, if you have that star power like Bella Thorne, like Kim Kardashian, you know what I'm saying? You got, you got, you got your news hack. Well, I mean, Kim Kardashian really didn't leak her news; She leaked her news herself. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Ray J. But, <laughs> but, um, literally like, I don't, I didn't get why you were so upset. And crying and doing your whole white girl crocodile tears and shit like that. Like really, it's really something. White girls and white women really get flustered when you give them, when you don't agree with them. When you sit here and and because white women think they're right all the time. Damn near. Like most of y'all think y'all right all the time. And let me just be the first to say you're not. Let me be the first to say you never are right. Because you're always coming from a white place. Like, let me say this quickly. A lot of you, when you go through oppression, any type of oppression, you believe that our oppression is on the same level. Let me say this now so we can kill this noise. I empathize with your oppression, whatever you're going through, whatever disability your kids have that that sucks. Whatever uh, mental issues you're going through, I understand. Whatever depression you're going through, I get. You understand what I'm saying? I can empathize and sympathize with you because I've been there. However, what we're not about to do and what we're not about to sit here and do is act like our oppression is on the fucking same level. It's not. I live oppression every fucking day when i wake up and go out the goddamn house now that doesn't mean i sit here and i wear it on my face because i love life life is great but when i walk out to the goddamn house there is something in the back of my mind there's always oppression in the back of my mind who's gonna try today and you understand and the fact that you sit here and you try to 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 make it seem like we're on the same level of oppression no baby you have a lot you have Way more privilege than you have oppression. I have a lot more. I have way more oppression than I do privilege. Know the difference. All right. So listen, let's talk about um, securing the wigs. Okay, listen. I don't know how many times I got to talk about this to my queens, my black women, my older black women. Listen, I've said this multiple times, bro. I'd be trying to help. But at this point, I'm going off. You understand what I'm saying? Secure your goddamn wigs. Even my niggas, secure your fucking toupees. Or, or what, the, the, the cranial prostheses, whatever you want to call that shit. But to my ladies on some real shit, secure your fucking wigs. I'm, t- I'm tired. I am tired. I'm tired of seeing so many women out here claiming they do hair. And your grandma wig is fucked up. I'm sick of it. I am fucking sick of it, okay? How the fuck you do hair? How can you say you do hair? Come on, let's talk about it. How the fuck can you sit here and say you do hair, but your grandma hair is looking all types of which way, that way, all fucked up? You can't even give your grandma a good lace from. okay? You can't even give your grandma a good wig, okay? Now, here's the thing. There's a lot of OGs out here. They do their own hair. My mama do her own hair. My grandma do her own hair. And if they want to get cute, they got their own. They got their lady that they go to. Slays them both. Cool. You understand what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking about. Right? But the fact that there's so many of y'all that claim y'all do hair. But then when I see your sisters and your mothers and your grandmothers, what? How? How do you even let them walk out the house looking like that? How do you even let them walk out the house with that damn matted ass? You got to pull the roots ass weave in their hair. What is wrong with y'all? And then y'all wigs. Listen. I think there needs to be a conversation. Had. There needs to be a conversation had. When it comes to y'all who do hair. And your grandmothers will be wearing these 1954 ass wigs. They got to go. Got to go. You need to have the conversation with them. They got to go. Buy your grandmother some new wigs. Buy your mom some new wigs. And do their hair. Because every time I see an unsecured wig. Every time I see a lace front that's popping out. Every time I see a matted down. Fucked up. As pull from the goddamn roots as we, I'm letting it be known. I'm tired. There's too much fucking black girl magic out here for y'all to be sitting here and letting your OGs literally come out the house looking like that. Y'all wouldn't let your friends walk out the house looking like that, so stop letting your family members walk out the house looking all types of will it fucking nilly too. I'm tired of it. Now I said something about this when. OK, I said I, I joked about this and y'all, y'all was not taking me serious. I joked about this when we, we talked about the video about the about the uh, high schooler who took the wig off the lady. Hand. Right. Secure them First of all, I went into why is her wig like that? Why are we still letting our OGs wear those types of wigs? You understand what I'm saying? There are some subtle very great wigs out here for all age groups. Do you hear me? Trust me, I've seen it. My grandma got one, and my auntie got one. Very beautiful wigs. You understand what I'm saying? They be shiny, full. They be looking good. And my grandma and none of the women in my family really need wigs. They just want to wear them sometimes because they want to feel. They want to feel cute. You understand what I'm saying? So I'm like, fuck it, feel cute. And they be some dope ass wigs. So the, f- the 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 problem I'm having is why the hell do y'all be letting y'all people's, wa- but y'all but y'all got the best salon line in the city, but y'all got this, y'all got that, I do hair and all that shit. But your fucking grandmother, your mother, your kinfolk is walking out the house looking like they looking. Right, but you do hair. Okay, bet. But that's like me saying I cut hair. And I let my peoples walk out the house with fucked up hairlines to the back. I done put a patch on somebody's head, and then that's what it is. But I don't know nothing. I'm the, I'm just the opinionated brother. I'm 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 not. I don't know anything. I don't I don't know nothing. I'm just the I'm listen. I'm telling like said, I'm just the opinionated brother. It's, it's ridiculous. Um, I just want to shout out the MTV Movie and um, TV Awards. Uh, that was pretty dope. Uh, shout out to Tiffany Haddish uh, for winning. Uh, one of the things that stood out to me. Was Love and Hip Hop winning the best reality you know show award basically? And what I wanted to say was to Jersey Shore, to Jersey Shore's Dina, y'all. If y'all don't know Dina, y'all remember Dina came on like season three in Jersey Shore. Um, and Love and Hip Hop Atlanta won the reality show award at the MTV Movie and TV Awards. And when I seen some tweets and seen some faces, there was so many faces that returned turned and oh my god, what the hell? This isn't VH1. Hold up. First of all, let's be clear. Okay, Jersey Shore has not been relevant since 2010. Um, they just they just came back and they're they old, tired, and ugly. They're irrelevant and shit. Duh. Right, and Dina, for you to even say something like that, for you to even hate like that, first of all, all of y'all don't even know each other because y'all are in separate spaces. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, Love and Hip Hop didn't even know who Johnny Bananas was when he jumped on the fucking stage and tried to do a Kanye because the challenge didn't win. And listen, MTV has its own culture, VH1 has its own culture. Nobody really knows each other. You understand what I'm saying? And if you don't watch MTV for real, you don't know who Johnny Bananas is. Let me, let me put it to you like this. MTV is for more of the ratchet white folks, Village one is for more of the ratchet black folks. You understand what I'm saying? And when you get to a point where you bring the ratchet white folks and the ratchet black folks together, there's going to be a lot of ratcheticity going on. So Johnny Bananas doing what he did was ratchet as fuck. That's what it was. It's just for ratchet white folks. Let me, let me call it what a, what a spade what a spade is. All everybody. Now, there are black people that are on MTV, but it's a mostly white televised, you know, station. You understand what I'm saying? It's for ratchet ass, cornbread fed ass white folks. That's what it is. Ridiculousness. The heels like it's just for ratchet upscale white folks. That's all that is. That's all that is. That's trying to get rich and famous. Young. You understand what I'm saying? Perpetuating a new stereotype. Period. So, the fact that you sat there, the fact that a lot of people um, from like RuPaul's Drag Race and uh, Jersey Shore and The Challenge and um, even the real world looked like, what the fuck? Hold up. Let me me just put it to you like this. I'm going to break this down for you real quick. A lot of people fuck with Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Let me just say that real quick. A lot of people fuck with Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. A lot of people from MTV, Fuck with Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. And what you will not do is sit here and talk and, and do all the stairs. Now, what I will this is how I'll break it down. Love and hip hop, no matter how many times I've scrutinized them and gave them like, you know, some flack, they've always been consistent. They've been funny as hell. They always bring new characters on Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. I love Tokyo Vanity and Chicago. They literally make the show. They make the show funny as fuck. All the men except for Kirk are funny as hell, they dope as shit, they continue to be relevant, even when Jocelyn left, you understand what I'm saying, Jocelyn ain't got no fucking career now, keep it a spade where the spade is, you understand what I'm saying, they continue, Mona Scott Young continues to keep the shows relevant, you understand what I'm saying, like they had to cancel Miami, but they continue to keep it relevant, so why not, the challenge sucks, Nobody wants to keep watching y'all sit here and climb fucking sand dunes and doing shit and fucking each other and screaming and talking shit and trying to fight each other. Y'all don't even fight for real. You understand what I'm saying? Like, y'all don't even try. Nobody want to see, nobody want to see that all the goddamn time. Cut. Dre short. Done. You understand what I'm saying? And listen, I thought Sammy was coming back. If Sammy was coming back, then maybe, but Listen. I don't even want to watch y'all because y'all old tired. The only only two people that I fuck with on there is Pauly D and and Vinny because they funny as hell. And they got their own little spinoff show, right? That's the only people that got a spinoff show, right? I'm not saying that's the only people that got a spinoff show, but we talking about relevancy. In our culture right now, y'all are not relevant. Y'all try to stay current and relevant, but y'all are not relevant in the culture, my dog. You're relevant to your wretched white people that watch you. That's it, period. I think I watched Jersey Shore. I was excited, and then I watched two episodes, and I was done. Period. Um, the heels uh, are coming back, right? And the heels wasn't that. It was just some rich ass, young ass white people who thought they had it all together, having babies and 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 like getting mad at each other because they talking shit behind each other back while being friends. That's Grand Rapids. The fuck. The Hills is Grand Rapids. The fuck what you talking about? So, cut. Um, what else? Was that it? The Challenge, Jersey Shore. Oh, and um, RuPaul's Drag Race. First of all, RuPaul, RuPaul's Drag Race wins Emmys every fucking year. So, I don't want to hear shit from that. You understand what I'm saying? Y'all win Emmys every fucking year. So, everybody could check your faces at the door. Can check your smizes. You understand what I'm saying? Check your faces check your attitudes, and get your shit together, you understand what I'm saying, like, that shit was not cool, it should have been support all over, like, nah, y'all need to get it together, but shout out to Love Me Hip Hop for winning, shout out to Tiffany Haddish for doing such an amazing job, and uh, shout out to Lizzo for killing the fucking performance, she did Juice, love that song, she killed that shit, man, I love Lizzo, man, she dope as fuck, bro, definitely want to go see her concert. Uh, I just want to talk about Ryan Ryan Hollins real quick. Now, if you don't know who Ryan Hollins is, Ryan Hollins used to be an NBA player. He used to play for the uh, Los Angeles Clippers, used to play for the Dallas Mavericks, used to play for the Boston Celtics. He was a nine-year career. Um, He was a backup uh, center uh, most of the time, but, you know, really not a star, but he's on ESPN, right? And I guess he was talking, they were on first take and they were talking about, him, Shaq, and uh, Max were talking about, you know, who's the best player right now, you know what I'm saying, or who's the best player ever, period, or who's your who, who's your best player, and Shaq asked Ryan, like, who, so you, you know, so are you putting LeBron over MJ, because I guess Ryan said, like, LeBron over everybody, LeBron is the best player ever, okay, there's, there's a lot of people that think that too, right, cool, and he was like, and, and Shaq was like, okay, were you putting them over Kobe and MJ? He was like, over Kobe, absolutely. Over MJ, mm, that I mean, that's a conversation. But absolutely, we're putting him over it. I'm like, and then Shaq was like, "Well, are we? Which era are we talking about? Are we talking about this cupcake ass era that you know you can't hit nobody, or are we talking about that grown man era back in the day? You know what I'm saying?" He was like, "I think Golden State could beat him in both eras." Okay, Ryan, I know you had a lot of light skin power going through you. I don't know who was paying you big bucks and shit like that. But you, first of all, you look like an off-brand Stephen A. Smith. That's just what it is, first off. Second off, um, that's no disrespect, no disrespect. No disrespect. <laughs> but you look like an off-brand Stephen A. Smith. That's what you look like. That's what it is. So what you said, first of all, what we're not going to do is we're not going to disrespect MJ because that's what you did. So if that came off disrespectful, know that you just disrespected MJ and Kobe. Here's the thing. No, people know that I'm not a, the biggest LeBron fan. I'm not the biggest. Um, I'm not even the biggest MJ fan. Nor am I biggest biggest Kobe fan. But if we gonna put these motherfuckers in the top tier, um, is I mean they're all on Mount Rushmore. Don't give it. Don't get it wrong. Don't get it twisted. I'm not about to sit here and disrespect nobody's game. However, if we're gonna do that, I would say MJ, LeBron, and then Kobe, because Kobe mimicked so much of MJ's game. You understand what I'm saying if you look at their game it's it's literally mimic yeah yeah Kobe went crazy 80 points here 60 points there went nuts but for me just for me this man is a cold version uh, uh was a modern version of MJ just a lot more lethal, just like Mamba. Like he was just a lot more lethal. He he snuck his he stuck his vein, uh, his teeth in you, and, and he wasn't letting go. You understand what I'm saying? So, in that sense, I even I I'll I put him and LeBron in like the two spot. You know what I'm saying? Like that's just what it is. Because LeBron, what we cannot refute or or disrespect is eight straight finals. He made it just one one or maybe two, but eight straight. Final. I'm. Mean, I'm sorry. He won three, eight straight finals. He won three. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. He lost five. That's cool. You understand what I'm saying? Like that's going to taint his 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 legacy, of course. But what we're not about to do is sit here and 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 think that all of us could sit here and go to eight straight finals. Even you being in the fucking league. No. There's no way in hell. Even in this era, like Shaq said, this cupcake ass era. Because if you look at the tape from back in the day, man. Man, not only was they pushing, like, niggas was really, you know, getting down, but it got to a point, like, in the 2000s where it wasn't, like, too much of that, but it still had some of the roughness and the toughness, you know what I'm saying? Because that's what basketball is, you know what I'm saying? You got to be rough and tough a little bit. Like, I know they done made it a, a lot of the rules nowadays are just 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 wild, right? Like, if you, 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 you look like you hit somebody, foul, foul, what the fuck, I ain't even touching it you. you know what I'm saying, so, it's just some of that shit, like, you take the aggressiveness out of basketball, then, then that's just, well, it is basketball, you know what I'm saying, like, it's just catch and shoot at that point, but, I think, I think Shaq had a point, like, you have to choose an era, like, MJ, one six. He's, he's, he literally stopped people from winning championships. <laughs> like, it wasn't like LeBron. Like, that man went to eight straight. And, and and literally got beat five times. You know what I'm saying? This nigga MJ went to three straight. Won them all. Took a break. Came back. Won three straight. Again. Stopped people from getting the shit. And then, if you want to talk about a cultural impact, and this is no, and this is no, like this is, and this is like no disrespect, or I don't want people to take this in the wrong way, but are we really shooting people over LeBrons? Like, like for real, are we really robbing people over LeBrons, like black people? Like, like let's be honest with ourselves: Are we really shooting people over LeBrons or Jordans? Because for the last twenty years, we've been really robbing niggas over Jordans. You understand what I'm saying? Since he been in the league, Jordans have been what the premier shoe. I don't care what you say; he's been the premier shoe for twenty plus years. Ever since I came out the womb, I think my first pair of shoes were Jordans. You understand what I'm saying? Like you had Jordans on your feet. That was a cultural. That was a cultural backing. Niggas would rob you because the Jordans were so expensive. And if you had a pair, like niggas have Jordans, like people people have the collection collections of Jordans from from the 80s to now so I'm just saying like from late 80s, early 90s to now so what are you saying? Almost 30, 25, 30 plus years like this man has had a cultural the jump man was better than the um, the actual logo for the, for the NBA. What are you saying? Like, yes, the Magic and Bird era turned on the switch for the NBA to be known and and widely recognized. It was MJ who literally jumped that motherfucking gun and took it to a whole nother level. A whole nother level. And then it was Kobe who then took it to a whole nother level. And then you got LeBron who came in the Kobe era. And took it to a whole nother level. Even now, this man is playing 20, damn near what, his 17th season? In the NBA, still one of the best players, if not the best player in the NBA? Still? You've been doing this for 17 years, and you've been widely considered as the best player since you got in the NBA. Huh. So what we're not about to do, Ryan Hollins, is sit here and disrespect LeBron and Kobe like that and say, I'm sorry, uh, MJ and Kobe like that and say LeBron is the best player and that these two could never compare. Because honestly, if you put them in this era, could be even. If you put them in the 2000s era, I'll give you Kobe. If you put them in the 90s era, oh, it's MJ all day. It's MJ all day. And I think if you put all three of them in 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 a, you know, if you gave them different teams in the '90s era, I believe like it would be a slugfest because those are two, those are those are three men who embody rough toughness. You know what I'm saying? Like nobody want to see Le- You don't want to see LeBron coming at you 270, 60, 70 pounds of pure muscle coming at you with a dunk. That man has lifted off the ground from the damn free throw line and dumped nobody about to. nobody about to stop that you ain't about to stop that freight train you're not about to stop all that weight you understand what i'm saying so what we're not about to do mr holland's mr uh light Skin off-brand stephen a smith is what we're not about to do is sit here and just oh that's that's all i know you know what i'm saying and i think that's because you're saying that's all you see that's all you know you know what i'm saying And if you watch the play, if you go back and watch tape, because a lot of y'all niggas don't go back and watch tape, y'all just say shit to say shit, you will see that Michael played through injury, played through sickness, this nigga was hurt, this nigga, and this nigga lost a lot before he won. He lost a lot before he won in the 80s, okay? He got in the league in about, what, 84? So he lost a lot, period. And he propelled the culture so much when he got to the finals and started beating niggas. What do you mean? The shoes that you got at home, probably Mr. Hollins. Jordans. And I'm going to leave it there. Ah, I'm going to leave it there. Uh, Let's talk about um, lynching. Um, You heard what I said. Let's talk about lynching because it still exists. Um, Lynching is still going on in our community. It's just not happening as frequently and it's not being covered by the media as prominently um but last year i believe i talked about a lynching that happened and it came back up in the media uh or over um um over my facebook feed about these two boys who were lynched and weren't get that did not get a lot of media coverage and i remember this last year because i actually talked about it on one of my podcasts and the fact that lynching is still going on and the fact that we still have to deal with that right is mind-boggling to me, but it's not surprising. What's surprising is that a lot more media coverage is a lot more black media is not um, covering this shit. You understand what I'm saying? Um, Or not talking about it. Just because lynching has died down doesn't mean it's over. Or doesn't mean it's died, duh. You understand what I'm saying? It's not dead. Lynching still happens. Two brothers, two kings got lynched and their bodies were thrown in the Tennessee, I, I believe it was Tennessee, um, in the Tennessee River last year around the same time. And there were minimal, minimal black coverages. I remember the only the only people that posted that shit was probably Hollywood Unlocked and The Shade Room. And maybe the Jasmine Brand. That's it. That's it. All Bossip and all y'all motherfuckers did not want to do that. And the thing with me is, like, I don't care whether it hits home with you or not. I still haven't watched When They See Us because I still have to muster up that strength. You understand what I'm saying? But when we sit here and we talk about we can talk about that. But we can't talk about, for real, for real, the reality, which is our black boys and men are still getting lynched down south. As As a down south boy, that shit hits me hard. As a boy who was born in Florida, that shit hits me hard as fuck. Because we can talk about Florida having open carry laws and shooting up bang, bang, but we can't sit here and talk about two kings who have gotten lynched or lynching still happening. Oh, because it's not happening. You what? A hundred now? What are you talking about? It is still happening. It's just under fucking cover. Y'all got me fucked up. Y'all got the nerve. So yes, I'm going to discuss things that are very uncomfortable. Turn me off if you don't like this shit. Turn me the fuck off. Because it's shit like this that needs to be covered. We are still having lynchings, my people. They are still fucking Happening, yeah, they ain't happening up in the north. They ain't happening up here in Michigan, but down south, absolutely, they're happening. They're still going on, and the fact that we are not covering it, we are not doing something about it. We're not even empathized about it. We're not even sitting here mad about it. I, it it pisses me off. Like, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? But hey, I'm the opinionated brother. I, I you know I'm always wrong. Um, let me just say I love Meg the Stallion. I think people understand that. But I think I want her to know. And I know she got a nigga. But listen, I just want to know, I just want to tell you, Megan the Stallion, you are a beast. Do you hear me? Megan the Stallion can out-rap a lot of y'all rappers, no cap. And I'm gonna leave it at that. No cap. I'm gonna leave it at that though. I just love Meg Thee Stallion. Her album Fever is dope as fuck. Uh, I don't I don't want to call it an album, not wanna call it a project. That's what she wanted to call it. It's a project. So her album uh, her project is dope. I love it. Shout out. My favorite song on there is uh, uh Cash It featuring the baby. Listen, her and the baby are about to be the hottest rappers out here if they keep it going. The baby just gotta stop spitting on people and fighting niggas. But hey, y'all better stop antagonizing the baby. You understand know what I'm saying? Stop leave, leave that man alone. Um our MVP of the week is Blame It On Quay. Um, if you all don't know who Blame It On Quay is, Blame It On Quay is an Instagram um, influencer sensation, actor, um, producer, uh, screenwriter. Um, I don't even. I don't even. I don't even know how much he does. Like, um, and restaurant owner. Right. Um, I've been watching him for a minute. Um, and if y'all know his his skits with TT and everything, like he is dope as shit. Like he's really, really elevated every year in his game. Um he just came off a tour with the final tour for Medea. Um and so dope. And he opened his second um restaurant, Crab Queens. If y'all don't know what Crab Queens is, Crab Queens is a is a seafood and um seafood and Seafood and margarita place, I believe. Yeah. So you get seafood and drinks. And the drinks look dope as fuck. The seafood looks dope. Listen, I think for me, um, I don't eat crab or lobster and shit like that, but I would definitely try it over there. You understand what I'm saying? And even even if I go like to New Orleans and shit, I want to go somewhere where it's authentic, you know, seafood and shit like that. Like if I go to New Orleans, or if I go like if I go to Crab Queen or some shit like that. I would try it. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's a lot of muff it's just a lot of unauthentic shit that I've had It's just not good. But I wanted to get him the MVP of the week because he opened up a second um Crab Queens in Los Angeles. His first one, I believe, is in Houston. Um, shout out to Blame It On Quay. I I just feel like a lot of these Instagram, um a lot of these Instagram influencers. Who have created paths for themselves into acting, into producing, into um, doing music, getting their music careers popping, and really being genuine and all love. I just believe like that's just dope. I really, really, really hope that people don't take social media for granted in a negative light. You know, because I've a lot of connections that I've made have been through social media. I have no mentors up here. In the world of podcasting in Grand Rapids, however, I've been a lot of people's mentors, so I've had to sit here and find mentors outside of Grand Rapids. You know, in Detroit, New York, um, down south, West Coast. You understand what I'm saying? And just messaging them. You know what I'm saying? And then you know, giving that 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 love back. And I feel like that's what Blaming on Quay does. That's what Quay does. He just he he's he's such a beautiful spirit. Um, just 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 you know flipping his money and creating 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 you know what I'm saying like really helping the community for real for real because people are getting jobs he's creating jobs like he's doing something bigger than 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 we can sometimes process he's creating jobs he's creating opportunities for people you understand what I'm saying like you use your name and your brand to create opportunities for people and that's what I learned through a lot of Social media influencers, people that create opportunities for others. That's what I love to see. And that's what I love to do. You know what I'm saying? I've garnered some type of influence, a little bit. So why not open the floodgates for me to create opportunities for others? You know what I'm saying? Why not showcase my brothers and sisters? You know what I'm saying? So shout out to Quay. Keep doing your thing, bro. I love your skits. TT is hilarious. Um, I got to get to Crab Queens and try your shit. I fuck with it. I fuck with the drinks. It was one drink that was blue as hell and had some candy and shit. I was like, I want it. I need it. Shout out to Blame quick. Quay. Um, Mitch McConnell is our biggest loser of the week. If you don't know Mitch McConnell, Mitch McConnell is a Republican senator and he's the head of the Senate. Uh, I believe he's like the head head chair of the Senate, and he said some shit that really just did not sit well with me. Um, You know, because we've been a lot of people have been talking about this reparations um, agenda for a long time. And um, I'll actually get that get into that in the uh, after hours. Um, And Mitch McConnell said that he doesn't think black people should receive reparations because Obama was president. And I sat there and I had to read that again. I had to, I had to read it again, you know, so just to make sure he said that, you know, and he did. He did. He really just He really said, I'm like, I don't think, you know, I don't think we should be paying. We white men, right, should be paying for the for the sins of our ancestors um, because uh, because we let Barack Obama in office as the first black president. Now. To me, that's a white caucusist answer. That's, that's, a, that's a premier white man answer. Um, I'm not surprised by his answer. However, um, we won't condone those type of answers because, first of all, sir, I don't give a fuck how many presidents we have in office. I don't give a damn if we had all 45 of them motherfucking black you need to fucking pay up, whether that is in land, in a cash settlement, in a stipend, something. You need to pay the fuck up because y'all haven't paid us for 400 years, bitch. I don't give a fuck. Now, that doesn't mean niggas need to sit here and get money because as niggas, you already know how niggas be. You understand what I'm saying? Like, let's keep it a bug and let's call it a spade what a spade is. We give niggas and... um I'm talking about niggas, you understand what I'm saying, not grown people, not grown ass men and women, but niggas, you know what I'm saying, we give niggas, men or girls or boys, male or female, we give them some money, what are you going to do with it, you're going to spend it and you're not going to want to invest, you understand what I'm saying, you're not going to want to buy you land, you understand what I'm saying, so I think that in a sense and I'll get get into this in the after hours, um, I think that we do need to have a, a plan for reparations and stop just talking you understand what i'm saying um college tuition needs to be free for us something like i look like i said i looked up how the native americans have gotten their reparations we need some of that we need a lot of that stop playing with me um but yeah mitch mcconnell you you sounded stupid you sounded like an old white man you sounded like an old white man republican and yeah that's it for that (laughs) but we will be back um Give us five minutes and we'll be back. It's the opinionated brother podcast. We're going to be on break. And then I come back and I tell you why the fuck I'm pissed. You understand what I'm saying? Um, The opinionated topic of the week. All right. So we'll be back in five. What's going on, everybody? We are back. We are back live with the opinionated brother podcast with your boy, Devontae, episode 86. And we are back with the opinionated topic of the week. Listen, this week, this week, I'm going off. Okay, I'm going off because, honestly, I'm not supposed to be doing my podcast from Grand Rapids right now. I'm Lowe's supposed to be in New York City, Lowe's in Brooklyn, Lowe's in the Bronx. Honestly, I'm supposed to be seeing with my boy, DJ him. But why, Devante, why, Ty, are you not in New York? Because you've been talking about... This this conference, this Afros and Audios Podcast Festival slash conference for so long, being in the building, wanting to go, right? You done paid your money, got your ticket, know where you're going, you you, you done got your places to stay, you done got some shit set up, you're ready. What happened? Let me feel y'all, motherfuckers. So, as you know, the the um, if you or if you don't know, the Afros and Audios Podcast Festival, um was this past or in real time it's still happening, but was this past weekend. Um and I was supposed to be there. I was supposed to be there. I was in contact with Coach to Live and I was in, you know, you know, we we you know, developed a I would say a good a good relationship without meeting each other physically. You know, I, say, I, I always say, I think when you give genuine, when you show genuine, genuinity I don't know if that's a, that's a word, but if you, when you show genuine, uh, spirit and love, I think, you know, that genuine spirit and love is going to come back, uh, to you tenfold. So, um, I was ready. I was really ready. And, and y'all know, I've been, I was talking about this for so long. I was talking about this, like, oh my God, this is my first podcast. This is my first conference festival that I'm going to, to be in a space of all kings and queens and to learn and to sit there and absorb, you know what I'm saying? That Like, that's what it was for me. I was ready to absorb so much life into me, right? So much podcast life into me because, listen, I don't care if we're not in the same category. I'm society and culture. Hell, you might be finance. Hell, you might be uh, nonfiction. I don't give a damn. I want to absorb it all because what is it? Right? How how do you get your podcast out? What platforms are you on? What do you have like questions? You understand what I'm saying? Because as people think that I, as people, and I respect this, as many people think I, I'm an OG because I've been doing this since 2017, an OG in the podcast game, I'm still a baby. You know what I'm saying? I'm still a baby to a lot of people, and and I've watched so many, like the Audio Wave Network and all their podcasts. I've watched them grow. You know what I'm saying? I've watched them. You know what I'm saying? They've been doing this since like 2006, since they started NWP. You know, so it's it. it, it for me, I'm always watching and learning. I'm always looking at different podcasts, from sports podcasts, like I said, to fiction. To, uh, uh, to finance, to everything, literally taking and pulling out things that I can learn and, and, and things that I can sit here and, and take back with me and bring them to the podcast, you know what I'm saying, to learn and grow. So for me, it was all about the networking, right? I pay for the network. Right, that's 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 what it was for me to to absorb so much networking is what I wanted to do. I have my business cards ready. Y'all, y'all like on oh, some real shit, I was ready. I was ready. I didn't planned this out, I done put my time in. I was re- I made sure I did everything right. I done put the time in. I done made sure I done got everything together. Okay, cool. I got paid, I was gonna get paid on the day that I got to New York. We was gonna be straight. We was gonna be straight. So, get to Detroit, right? And uh, I got to Detroit like Wednesday, right? I had the whole week, week off of work and I, I got to Detroit Wednesday. I was going to fly in on Thursday so I could, you know, sightsee a little bit more. Because When I experienced New York the last time, um, I basically went to every everything that I wanted to go to except uh, the Empire State Memorial and uh, the Statue of Liberty, right? I wanted to go experience both of those when I got back. So... I was ready. I was like, all right, bet, you know, Friday I might experience that. Go, you know, go do do a little sightseeing. I was supposed to go get my haircut. You know, my my man's hit me up with the crud and the haircut. I was ready. Like, I'm so simple. Like, I don't need to go out a lot. You know what I'm saying? But New York gives me that. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, it gives me that so much. Like, listen, it gives me so much. It's it's, it's such a great vibe for me. Like, even when going there for a second time, I was like, bro, this got to be my second home. And everybody knows it. Like, people were like, man, you're going you gonna to live in New York one day. And I'm like, bro, I feel it in my spirit, but I'm not trying to, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, jump to fucking conclusions yet, right? Because I love New York. New York, just being in that, just being there, just, ah, it was beautiful. So I was ready, right? I was ready. So my grandma was going to drive me off at the airport, you know what I'm saying? Got, got from the Greyhound to my mama crib, stay at my mama crib for. About a day, you know what I'm saying? She went to work, whatever, whatever. And my grandma hit me up. All right, about to, I'm about to go pick you up so we can go to the airport. Cool, ready, let's go. So we get to the airport, and by the time we get to the airport, right, I get a notification in my phone saying that my flight got delayed. Now, mind you, in Detroit, it's raining at this point. It was like Thursday afternoon, and it was raining. Now, there was a bad storm that was coming through New York all day, okay, all day, right, all day. Now, Here's my thing. Here's where here's where things are about to get a, a lot bit di- a lot of dicey, real quick, right? If you know, there's there's mad weather people in New York, right? New York is the mecca of 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 entertainment, radio, and television. Damn near when it comes to American and it become when it comes to our our how we receive information. New York is like one of the pinnacles of that. So we have to date in New York. We have to date. The Today Show in New York. We have GMA in New York. Good Morning America. We have so many nationally syndicated um, morning shows that show the weather in New York. That there should not have been a reason why flights uh, why flights should not have been canceled or should have been canceled. I'm sorry if I said that right. Should it, we have too many we have too many weathermen in New York nationally syndicated for y'all not to know that these flights should have been canceled early, right? Because as Al Roker said, literally they were having thunderstorms. like it was getting turbulence, right? From what I found out, it was getting very turbulence up there. So we knew that, right? Why did not people knew this. Right. Okay. bet So we're still going into the flight. Right. Um. Now we 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 get to the we we get there. You understand what I'm saying? I get to the, the 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 airport. I go DTW, and you know get through TSA. Great. TSA is cool. TSA is dope. Listen. Let me let me let me put this out there. DTW TSA is pretty dope. I fuck with them. I, now I can't I can't speak for everybody else TSA. But DTWTSA, for me, is great. I don't, I because I, I don't come with all the bullshit, right? Now, if you come with all that bullshit, they're going to be on bullshit, right? But everything was cool, you know what I'm saying? Every time I go through with my podcast stuff, they ask me what I, you know, these are your electronics. I'm like, yeah, you know, it's for my podcast. They're like, oh, okay, cool. We're just going to send it through one more time just to make sure. Cool, no problem. Send it through. Whop, whop the bam. Go to gate 10, D10. And you sit there. Right. So my flight got delayed when my grandma dropped me off. right? I got the notification and it got delayed from my my flight was supposed to leave at three forty five and I was supposed to get there at five thirty. My flight got delayed to five thirty to seven twenty. Okay, cool. I can sit there for about another two hours and wait for another flight. That's no problem. Right? Because I'm all the way in damn near Romulus. I have to go all the way to or is that Romulus? Somewhere out there. It's 30 minutes away from fucking Detroit. Right. So I I can't call my grandma just to say, like, oh, come pick me up. You know what I'm saying? Because my flight got delayed. No, I'm gonna stay right here. My flight got delayed. It's all good, no problem. So in this moment, right, they we have an overbooked flight. We have damn near overbooked flight. So they were they were they were offering six vouchers. Um, for like two hundred fifty dollars spirit cash, and, and I was flying Spirit people flight three forty seven from Detroit to New York at gate D ten. Yep, yeah, absolutely. And um, my 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 ticket was about two forty two. You know, it wasn't that much, and um, it was crazy to me because when we first got delayed, you know, he's you know he said the vouchers and everything. You know, two hundred fifty dollars spirit cash because we're overbooked. And you know we can get you a flight on the Delta flight, you know at nine o'clock. Like it was like ten o'clock uh, at night, and then you'll get there like twelve o'clock at night. Okay, cool, whatever. So I'm not really into it. I'm just like, okay, my flight got delayed. This it's, it's no problem. It's whatever. Two hours in, right? I got there about like two thirty. So about four fifteen. Right, I'm doing some shit on my computer. I'm doing some work. About 4.15, the man says, hey, we have to delay your flight even further to 7.19. I said, well, this is a lot. You understand what I'm saying? Because now I hear my Asian brother in the back of me going off in his native tongue. You understand what I'm saying? He, he going, I don't want to say it because I don't want to come off as disrespectful, but he was going off. And I said, I don't know what the hell he's saying, but he's cussing. Okay, he is cussing. He mad. He cussing. Excuse me. So once they delayed it back to seven nineteen, I called my grandma, called my granny, and I said, "Listen, I was like, grandma, they done delayed my flight. Now they got three vouchers uh to go on this Delta flight um, because we're overbooked. It wasn't because it wasn't because of the weather, right? It wasn't because of us not leaving. It was because we were over, we were damn near a little bit overbooked." So, um, we get there and all of a sudden, or I'm sorry, I started talking to my grandma and I'm like, uh, well, grandma, you know, should I take this voucher? Cause they got like three left. And you know, I, I she was like, well, I don't, what, what do you want to do? I was like, I don't know, because I don't know if they're going to cancel this flight. I don't know what's going to happen. Literally after I get out the phone and try to go up there to get a voucher, he says the flight is canceled, yo. When I tell you, everybody at Gate D10 was pissed to the max. Now, mind you, I'm like the calm one, right? I just start laughing like a motherfucker. I said, "Oh my god, this cannot be happening!" So literally, we start laughing like, like I start laughing, but because I'm I'm low key irritated, right? I'm like, bro. I done sat here for already three hours, and y'all done canceled the flight. Y'all done delayed us twice, and y'all done canceled the flight. Now, I wasn't too pissed that I missed the conference. It was more so because I missed the networking, right? But in a sense, we all had to go downstairs and either rebook or refund. And uh, this was a fine girl, too. Nice little, I think she had auntie vibes, too. She came, and I seen her. She was coming back to the gate. And I was like, nah, sweetie, don't even do it. She was like, what happened? I was like, it got canceled. She was like, are you fucking serious? Yes, ma'am. And not only her, but it was a halt. It was about 80% of the fucking flight literally needed to go to New York that day on Thursday. You understand what I'm saying? Because they had conferences, they had work, they had meetings they needed to go to. So literally you put a damper in there, you know, the weather kind of put a damper in their shit. But here's where I had a problem with Spirit in a sense, right? So we get downstairs and you know, they ask you if you want to rebook or refund. And I'm like, Hey, come back to me. Cause I want to know when the rebook is the earliest flight for Spirit earliest. Cause they weren't rebooking for nobody else. They weren't trying to send you to Delta. They weren't trying to send you to United. They was trying to literally rebook with us. The rebook wasn't until Saturday at 3 PM. Damn near. Do you know the whole line said fuck that? They were like, are you serious? Listen, everybody was like, what the fuck? Are you serious? Saturday at three, I got to stay here for, I'm like, oh, shit. I said, listen, just give me my refund back. You know, because in a sense, I'm just like, Saturday at three, my my festival, my conference starts at eight. The Afros and Audios Festival starts at fucking eight o'clock in the morning. Like I have to be there to register. You know what I'm saying? And the conference itself starts at 9 for real. You know, and like I said, for me, it was more so missing out on all of that beautiful networking. You know, it was missing out on meeting the CEO of the uh, the conference, or the festival, and then meeting all these dope-ass podcast individuals who have been doing it longer than I have. Because like I will continue to say, I'm still a baby in this game, so to literally experience and to potentially have mentors, or ask them if they can be a mentor to me, right? Was 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 more than was was more than spending the money. You understand what I'm saying? Like the money didn't mean shit to me. Right? Like I didn't care about that. So uh what was really what was really happening, what was really going on, is Like people were just pissed in that. So I called my people were just pissed in that line. They were mad as hell. And I think the refund line was like the calmest line because we was like, we we don't have time. You understand what I'm saying? Like we the refund line basically was the line that 90 percent of us got got into because we could not wait for another flight. And I remember somebody tried to transfer their flight to another airline. For that date, on Thursday, it was a twelve hundred dollar ticket. Like damn near between five and a thousand dollars. Five hundred and a thousand dollars just to leave that day. And I'm like, who got that grip? I'm trying to ball on the motherfucking budget. I did great in New York the first time. Who the hell trying to give me my refuge? <laughs> and I was sick. I was sick because I wasn't supposed to be here. You understand? Like my plans were shot for the weekend. Like, I was like, I don't want to go back to Grand Rapids. <laughs> like, it was real shit? I did not want to come back to Grand Rapids. I was pissed. I was upset. I was like, yo, Spirit, what the fuck? Like, you're, you're, you don't have another flight until Saturday at 3. And then the crazy thing was, there was only one lady who was really helping everybody. And everybody else, all the custod- like the, the people that worked at Spirit were shit. Y'all weren't giving great customer service. Y'all were ass or not. Y'all were ass. Ass as fuck. And I'm sitting there like, bro, you have a whole line full of people. Damn near 50, 60 people here trying to get either rebooked or refunded. And y'all not doing the best you can to, to make sure they get rebooked earliest to the early. What do you mean? You fucked up, right? In a sense, customer service-wise, Spirit fucked up because how the fuck didn't air traffic control contact Spirit the day before? This is what I'm saying. We have weathermen, we have air traffic control, we have the internet, we have social media. There is no, I'm not letting y'all off the hook. There is no way in hell y'all could have not known that New York was having a storm all fucking day. Could not have known. Do not sit here and tell me that. Don't sit here and say that to me. You fucked up. And then y'all customer service was ass. So (laughs) like, Like, bro. That shit was crazy. Hold on, y'all. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm texting right now. But what the fuck? Right? So literally I was pissed. But here's the thing, though right, I was sick, it was sick, but I had to, I always try to look at things from a blessing standpoint, right, maybe I wasn't, and and here's the thing, I just, I just try to look at it, because I feel like that was really the devil, right, I feel like that was really the devil, it wasn't God sitting here sending me a test, I really believe the universe was just like, okay, no, you just, you just can't go, let me, let me see what you're gonna do in this situation, I done got it, you, you're here, Uh Aha yeah ain't going okay cool no problem so what i did was i i contacted um i contacted coach and literally we we got a we had we did a mini giveaway for my ticket so somebody got my ticket shout out to them who was experiencing the afros and audios kind of, uh, uh festival right now shout out to you and literally i got my refund back from spirit cool but that didn't mean i wasn't about to sit here and go in on y'all motherfuckers spirit you have to do better You understand what I'm saying? Now, a lot of people sit here and say Spirit's cheap, Spirit's cheap. No, Spirit is not cheap. Their tickets, their ticket prices are like just a little lower than Delta's and shit. Here's the thing. Their customer service is ass. The customer service for Spirit is so fucking shitty. It is so shitty and it's only spots of people. It was a woman with her job on. Shout out to her. That literally helped everybody in that line. And everybody in that worked for Spirit did not do shit. Shit. Yes, for flight 347 D ten. God damn it. At gate D ten, that was some shit. So nonchalant about shit. Just so like, you know what I'm saying? What? You fucked up people's plans. People had weddings to go to. People probably didn't even have extra money to spend. People had to get to New York that day and you fucked them up. Now they got to go and ask for extra money to get a hotel room and wait until damn near Saturday. Hopefully everybody that was on flight uh, 347 to go to New York really went to New York the next day um really I was I was I was flabbergasted I was appalled at the lack of communication and the lack of customer service because I come from a customer service background right I come from a customer service background my mom worked in customer service damn near all her life whether it was food whether it was uh working out a counter whether it was doing an assistant job it didn't matter we come from a, a group of customer service individuals. So our customer service, when I, when I judge your customer service, I judge it top tier. And Spirit, you are not top tier. You're the bottom tier. You suck. It's not about your flights. Y'all are hit or miss sometimes. This was a big miss. This is a big miss. Now, I'm not talking about your flights. Me flying, all I need to do is get there. My my mama was like, see, that's why my spirit will not be flying spirit. She had be dead. But listen, and I get it though. But I get it. I get why some some people say that because literally your customer service is ass. Ass. Ass a nine. How don't you have this shit? What is wrong with y'all? Why is air traffic control and spirit not in cahoots? Why don't y'all know this? I was just so, like I said, I was just so pissed about me not getting all of that network. That was that was what I was really hurt about. It wasn't about the spirit, because I got my refund. It wasn't about um uh it wasn't about really, you know, them delaying my flight. It's cool, no problem. I'll be in I'll be in Tor- uh, uh, uh not Toronto. I'll be in Charlotte for the APOC connection in October. That's no problem. But here's the thing I literally sat here and y'all communication was just ridiculous. The customer service, horrible, ridiculous. If there's no procedures in canceling flight, like, okay, just a refund or rebook, but we're going to help people as they come in. You know what I'm saying? Like y'all should have a better system in place. And I see why a lot of people fly Delta. I see why people a lot of people fly Southwest. I tried with y'all. It's cool. You understand what I'm saying? I will be flying Delta next time. You understand what I'm saying? Because for me, I just want to get there and get back. Right? I don't need no fucking TV screen. Obviously, I do. I don't need no fucking, you know, um, bullshit to go with. I don't need all that. Right? My ticket was damn near 242 Same price as a uh, Delta ticket. The only thing you have to do with Spirit is pay for your bag. Delta, you don't have to pay for a check bag. You can have a check bag and a carry-on. But with um Spirit, you can have a carry on and you have to pay for your check back, right? So that's only 42 bucks. That's the same price as um um like it's just the same price for like you know uh as a Delta ticket. So the fact of the matter is we gotta do better. Spirit, you gotta do better. The customer service has to be fucking better. Has to, because I won't be flying with y'all to uh flying with y'all when I go to Charlotte. It won't happen, because y'all customer service is ass. It was so ass to the point where it left a bad taste in my mouth. But shout out to the lady at DTW who had the hijab on, my black queen, okay, who had the hijab on, you know what I'm saying, who was doing her job. She was literally mad because she was doing her job and nobody else was doing her job, doing their job. I'm like, why are you, I said, no, take your time because you're the only one. She was like, she was literally ripping and running, ripping and running everywhere. And nobody else was doing shit. Everybody else was in the office being chaotic and shit. I'm like, what you mean you're being chaotic? This is the shit I'm talking about. John John's supposed to have some procedures in place. What the fuck? Why y'all got my black woman out here literally do trying to help everybody. And I know she's getting irritated because everybody in not line irritated. So what what is you saying? Nobody was trying to help people. And that's what I'm saying. Customer service. I put customer service a lot. I put it first. And that customer service was horrible. Overall, it was horrible. But I will give shout out to my black woman in her job for working her ass off. But it was all good. It's all good. You understand what I'm saying? But I just have to tell y'all what was up. Because y'all know I'm not supposed to be. I'm supposed to be doing this podcast from the fucking New York City in the Bronx. Okay, at my bros house. <laughs> uh that's what I'm supposed to be doing. But it was all good. Um I know I was sick. My boy DJ, who I was supposed to be staying with, he was sick. The dude um coach to Live, the CEO of um Afro's and audio uh Afros and Audios was sick. I think I think a lot of people were sick. People were just sick. I was sick, everybody was sick. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, it was just, you know, the universe just just, just didn't have it for us. You know, just bad weather. All right, cool. Um, but it's just all how you flip it into um more of a blessing and a positive. So I I definitely um thank Spirit for refunding me my money back. Um I I thank Coach uh Coach Live for um collaborating with me and doing a giveaway so somebody could experience that conference it was their first inna- inaugural conference too so i definitely wanted to be there but i will be there next year for sure and um to the to to my queen and her job who really did her job i really really give you so much props and credit because you was literally doing your thing and i was like take your time do your thing because the fact that a lot of your queens in the room were just flustered and weren't doing shit i was very irritated by that and a lot, and 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 the fact that a lot of them were very nonchalant and didn't give a fuck—that's a problem. So, Spirit, I won't be fine with you for a minute. Y'all, on, y'all, cancel with me for a minute. All right, Delta, what's good? All right, Delta, what's good? <laughs> um, but that is it for the show today. Um, make sure you guys follow us on. All social media platforms, that means Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, Make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at TOB Podcast. That is TOB underscore P-O-D-C-A-S-T, all right? That is the opinionated brother podcast, period. And make sure you follow us on Facebook as well at the opinionated brother pod. Um, That is the opinionated brother P-O-D, all right? Make sure you follow us on there. Um, And then make sure you subscribe to us on our website. You can listen to us everywhere, anywhere all the time you understand what i'm saying so you can listen to us um from your phone you can listen to us from your laptop you can hell you can listen to us from your wireless uh headphones it does not matter where we are where you are you can listen to the pna brother on spotify apple podcast uh google play cat um stitcher stitcher radio uh tune in radio pop beam um uh shit overcast um Everywhere I found out some places. I I done found out more places that people can listen that I didn't even know of. So I'm really everywhere. And you can listen to us on my website at www.tyronzahicks.com. That is www.tyronzahicks.com. com. That uh, just click the opinionator brother tab down at uh, up at the top, and you can listen to us right there on the website. Or you can choose, you know, from our from your favorite stream app, whatever you want to choose. All right, so make sure you uh, follow, subscribe, review, um, like, share, all of that jazz. Um, And thank you guys so much for being so supportive. Everybody was so super supportive and so just loving this past weekend because they knew how much I wanted to go to New York. I just love my friends and all my supporters. Y'all knew what was up. I love y'all. Thank y'all so much for being such... Such great people. You know what I'm saying? I love y'all, man. Thank you. And we will be back next week. You already know. You already know we will be back next week with another episode. And it's going to be even more crazy. You feel me? Got a couple got, – maybe got a uh, guest host coming on next week. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But y'all make sure y'all have a great week. And make sure that you understand that life is like riding a bicycle. Um, In order to keep it balanced, you got to keep moving forward. All right? So keep moving forward from crawling to walking, from walking to sprinting, from sprinting to running. Keep it pushing and keep moving forward, all right? Love y'all. Y'all have a good day. Peace.